Welcome to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. My name is Bruce Malkinson, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Accenture Technology Corporation. In each episode, you will learn from industry experts who share their insights and strategies on how to reveal hidden surface data and optimize the performance, comfort, and safety of surfaces. We will discuss and present solutions that have worked for real-world applications across fields like product design and safety testing, consumer, clinical, and human body performance. Today, we'll be discussing optimizing running technique using planter pressure mapping and IMUs in advance of our upcoming webinar. Antonio, welcome. Hi, Bruce. Thank you for inviting me to the podcast. So running is, of course, uh, such a such a large topic, but today we're going to be discussing running technique. And most people are familiar with heel, heel strike versus forefront running and things like that. But we're going to be discussing something a bit different here. I wonder if you could provide us an overview of how the biomechanics of running technique differ based on the specific activity like running, sprinting, or other. Yeah, uh, very nice question, Bruce. As you uh, already said, uh, most people are familiar with that heel strike versus forefoot running debate. And uh, we have been told that... uh, heel strike was was bad and forefoot running was good and uh, mostly because of the high level of uh, impact forces uh, on on the ground when striking with uh, with the heel respect then with the midfoot or forefoot but there is more than that and uh, as your your question about the different running technique based on the uh, on the type of gate you know uh, we have different type of of gate uh, starting from walking to jogging running and sprinting and each of this type of gate task have different threshold in terms of of switching from one uh, task to another in terms of duration and in terms of uh, mechanics and uh, one interesting thing is that that we need to think about the human body as a continuum uh, especially when it's when transitioning from walking to running uh, as as speed increase there is less uh, pendulum you know activity uh, and a more spring action because as soon as the speed increase there is a, a need for the body to create a stiffer spring in the in the lower body in order to to handle and manage the high level of forces required when 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 the velocity when the speed increases. So uh, even the, the 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 question of heel striking and forefoot running is very interesting because uh, we are transitioning for uh, let's say uh, rear foot and heel strike when walking slowly uh, and with which to a mid foot forefoot uh, strike in a, in a running and a complete forefoot strike in sprinting this is because it's a, a sort of reflexive action from human body and as, as speed increase there is more plantar flexion before touching the ground in order to create that more stable uh, ankle joint to handle the the forces and uh, to manage uh, and th- also it's important to understand that it is more than impact forces because 
striking the, 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 the ground in the optimal way also set the foot for uh, proper elastic energy storage and proper loading of the uh, Achilles tendon and calf muscle to propel the, 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 the toe off and the propulsion. So uh, this is the main difference in the different tasks, in the different gait tasks, uh, starting from walking up to sprinting. It's more than heel strike or forefoot strike. Okay, so you know there 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 is uh, obviously many dynamics in the uh, in the assessment of of running technique, and I'm wondering if you could clarify uh, for us how does running analysis assist in the development of optima and optimization of running technique? Yeah, uh, as I've already mentioned, running technique is uh, comprised of several biomechanicals and neuromuscular factors involving the whole body and not the lower extremities only. So, of course, feet are the endpoints of uh, any uh, faults in mechanics and the endpoints of any compensation patterns coming from um, poor mechanics and poor range of motion, poor flexibility, low levels of strength in the in the in the hip muscle in the lower body muscle but also in the activity of the arms and shoulder during the during the during the, the task the, the the pattern so running analysis uh, can assist in the optimization of running technique because it allows to mm -hmm. uh, to support uh, whether it is a naked eye analysis or a technological assessment uh, it is uh, it's it it allows coaches to understand uh, where is the uh, let's say origin of that uh, dysfunction and start implementing whether it is a corrective program or a complete retraining gate retraining program and we will see uh, how this can be done with different technology. Okay. And uh, speaking of technologies, uh, how are the measurement technologies of plantar pressure sensors and IMUs suited to completing this kind of running analysis? Yeah, uh, we, can, we can say that uh, both plantar pressure sensors and inertial measurement units together can provide unique information in a single measurement in a single uh, system you know and uh, plantar pressure sensors can uh, can give us information about how not only the magnitudes of pressure and force the, of forces and pressure distribution of the foot in the ground but also the the timing so how long it takes for this force to be transmitted through the foot because one uh, one fundamental thing is that most of the time we're talking about high speed running or sprinting we always think about ground contact time and mm. um, but the, the the most efficient sprinter is the one who uh, 
in the this short time frame of the ground contact time is able to transfer force faster and not trying to get off the foot from the ground as quick as possible. But uh, and this is possible to analyze and assess only with plantar pressure mapping mm. technologies. When we use and uh, the IMU sensors together with plantar pressure mapping, we can uh, also have uh, information about the frequency and the length of each stride, which is uh, probably uh, the, the, one of the most uh, important parameters when analyzing uh, when analyzing uh, an, uh, running task. Okay, so <clears throat> as as we get down to to doing the analysis itself. And um, it, when you're examining an individual's running uh, analysis, what are the attributes of their technique that can be examined? Uh, yeah, uh, depending on the available technologies, we can both examine uh, kinetics and uh, kinematics uh, parameters. And we can uh, assess different attributes as Running, sprinting are uh, complex movement that are taught to be um, to be natural movement, but they can be uh, they can be coached and trained in a specific way. So we can examine movement in terms of uh, kinematics parameters. So assessing the quality of movement most of the time this is be done with motion capture and video analysis uh, the mechanics of of the stride and uh, and the running that can be done with uh, the integration of different technologies such as plantar pressure such as uh, force uh, measurements and emg so that we can have information about the kinetics of movement and how force and pressure are uh, are influencing the, the the movement stresses can and loading can be also assessed with uh, plantar pressure mapping so that we can understand the stress on the tissues and the surface of the of the plantar surface of the of the foot uh, and this is uh, this is uh, helpful especially from an injury risk reduction and from an injury per, uh, reduction and prevention perspective so uh, there are different kind of of uh, aspects that can be analyzed uh, with the help of technology today. okay so once we've completed this an analysis and uh, the athlete, one, once uh, um, their gait's been analyzed, how can this data be utilized to communicate um, and coach a running athlete? Yeah, one interesting thing, especially of plantar pressure mapping technology, is that it is very, very easy to use this uh, data visualization uh, to communicate with athletes, especially the pressure map with the different colors is very very easy to understand 
And uh, first thing, it can be used to explain and communicate with the athletes what are the main areas of high pressure identified uh, with the with the test. Then you can use the 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 tool itself and the software itself as a biofeedback tool, so that uh, the athletes can see in real time. Uh, how to load and unload different parts of the food in specific drills uh, because um, there is a there is a evidence that suggests that uh, retraining uh, gate patterns using the biofeedback in real time can really change and modify gate patterns and also reduce some, um, let's say, pain related to faulty mechanics. So uh, one of the, of the most interesting things to consider is to use plantar pressure mapping together with specific drills that coaches can design to, to re-ingrain um, from a neural point of view uh, different parts of the running uh, task, uh, biofeedback in real time can help in uh, retrain and uh, re-ingrain in the central nervous system a new uh, pattern, which is uh, which is the the new one uh, based on the results of the of the assessment, of course. Okay, and then. <clears throat> Uh, in engaging with, a, with an athlete um, in running analysis, I wonder if you could provide some insights into how significant are the gains that can be realized using this kind of technology uh, to assess running technique? Ah, uh, the, 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 the gains that can be realized using plantar pressure mapping are, uh, are uh, I like to say, are really a game changers because um understanding and having an really uh, real data objective data on how the the on, on the dynamics of foot strike is something that can really make a difference in uh, in assessment uh, of of running technique most of the uh, especially not only from a performance point of view but also from a Running-related injury uh, management, as most of the injuries in um, in uh, in team sports, but uh, also in uh, individual sports where uh, running is uh, uh, comprised of high-intensity sprinting, but also in more endurance-based events, most of the injuries are. Uh, related to the lower extremity, starting from patellofemoral pain, uh, which is strictly related to the how the foot strikes the ground, and it has been shown that changing the the, the 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 foot strike from rear foot to forefoot can help in alleviating pain or uh, problems of patellofemoral pain, uh, problems related to stress, uh, metatarsal stress fracture. Uh, that are more, uh, let's say, 
common in uh, in American football, in ba mm. basketball, ankle sprains. All this can be managed and can be also prevented by uh, proper use of plantar pressure mapping technology. So the the gains, uh, in my opinion, are unique, and no other technologies can provide with this type of information. Okay. Great. Well, thanks, Antonio. So are you ready for our surprise question? Sure, absolutely. So so for someone, a sports scientist who is, uh, you know, interested in plantar pressure mapping and the application of it in running technique, what are some practical ways uh, an individual like that that's new to this technology could make use of it to get started? Uh, the... For, for my, you know, I'm using now plantar pressure mapping technology since more than 10 years. And uh, I have a special interest in, uh, in, uh, in food biomechanics and everything related to food. Uh, from my perspective, uh, a sports scientist uh, and a practitioner, uh, an applied sports science that uh, wants to start implementing plantar pressure mapping technology, uh, just need to to start by uh, it's a in my the difference between plantar pressure mapping and older measurement technologies is that the type of data visualization allows uh, sports scientists and individuals to immediately start using the system and uh learning by using it so of course you need but the learning curve is uh, very very quick because most of the time if you have a basic knowledge and it's supposed that a sport scientist has already has a biomechanics knowledge on how the lower extremity biomechanics works uh, it's very, very easy, easy to start using uh, plantar pressure mapping because the visualization helps uh, immediately in understanding what is happening at the surface of the foot when the foot touches the ground. So um, I, I think that it's uh, probably the, the only technologies where uh, you can immediately learn, starting learning, uh, by using the the, the device. So um, my uh, one of my suggestion uh, is always to uh, start when possible uh, implementing plantar pressure mapping technology as a regular tool uh, for assessing uh, an athlete together with other technologies like force platform, uh, EMG or force testing. Uh, because they they probably pr provide the most uh, the most uh, complete mm. uh, information on uh, on an individual's athlete uh, performance and uh, and technique and mechanics. Fantastic! Thank you, uh, Antonio, and always appreciate. Um, all your insights here and in response to these questions and really look forward to getting into the details of all of this in your upcoming webinar. It's my pleasure, Bruce. Again, thank you for inviting me and uh, looking forward to hold that new webinar to go deeper into the topic.
Thank you for tuning in to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. To learn more, go to Accenture.com or email us at sales at Accenture.com with any questions you may have. We'd love to hear from you. Never miss an episode by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you.